You guys ready? 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 All right. Reset. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 70 of the Life Short Live Free podcast. Beautiful Sunday morning in Pearson, Iowa. That's a lot of episodes. I know. That's what I was just thinking on the way down here this morning. I was like, we're already on 70. Like, that is a lot of episodes. Think how much of our life we've spent sitting here staring at each other. Ugh. Don't gazing in each that. other's eyes, talking about freedom. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> well, uh, how are you boys doing this morning? Splendid. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Box? Mm, just glorious. Box seems grumpy, so we'll we'll see we'll see how well, how he contributes to the podcast this morning. Is is he sick? Are you sick, Box? I don't know. Something's been wrong with me all week. You got the vid? No, I don't know what it is. I'm pretty sure I'm dying. Well, we're today all it's just like a cold, but. The rest of the week, it's been a stomach something. I don't know. Hmm. Up and down a roller, roller actually, coaster. Actually, yesterday, I felt pretty shitty myself. My, my, my tummy was in a tangle. I didn't feel the best. But then we went to we went to old Chicago, and that kind of helped. Drank beer and ate pizza. <laughs> That'll always settle an upset stuff. Actually, I didn't have beer. I had Sprite and mm. pizza. And actually, it, really, it did hit the spot. What pizza did you get? Um, We had a half Thai pie. That sounds dirty every time I say it. <laughs> and and half like uh some uh meat and basically uh a supreme with mm. Italian meat on it. It was it was actually really freak. Have you ever had old Chicago pizza? Yeah. It was freaking awesome. We had like the deep dish I can't remember what they call it. My like boss always gets uh the double decaroni. Oh yeah. And shitloads of like pepperoni. A, yeah, and they do like a Add hot sauce to their pizza sauce, like Ooh, buffalo sauce to it. That sounds good. It's a little spicier. Nice. I've never had it. I don't know. He always brings it into work, but I've always got my lunch or whatever, and so I eat, and then everybody else is always scavenging off it, and I just kind of... Oh, dude, you should try it. All, it's pretty much all the pizzas. I've had, I think I've had a pizza there, like or had a slice of pizza or something from there, but I don't really remember. So we were going over there one time. That's... Me and the girlfriend's one of our favorite spots, but because she, we really like that pizza. But <laughs> it was one day we were over there and we went and ate there, and we got the dirty or the the Thai pie. And the then, dirty Thai pie. That's what you're gonna call it from now on. No, it? just just hold on. We got the Thai pie, and then we went down the street to this coffee place, and she wanted to get a she wanted to get some, so she got a dirty chai. I'm like, Tiny, Thai pie the, and dirty chai. Like, <laughs> Are you trying to tell me something? This this all sounds really dirty. That you're, that you're, or maybe it's just my dirty ass brain. But yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, so, did you guys America at all this week? Uh, celebrated Thanksgiving yesterday with my wife's family. Oh, yep. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess I know several people that were doing it yesterday. How'd that go? Good, good. Had plenty. plenty How'd you cook the eat? turkey? Uh, fried. No, good choice, good choice. Mom yeah. called me up the other day asking if I was going to smoke it. And I said no, but I think I might. Just because yeah. oven baked turkey to me anymore it just doesn't do it. I still, so like we've done, my family has done smoked turkeys a lot. My uncle always smokes turkey. Mm -hmm. And it's all about the brine beforehand, right? So that's like the big thing before you're cooking a turkey is brining it beforehand. Mm. Um, But uh, my... Mother-in-law's boyfriend does, like, he's got the big, you know, aluminum pot, and they always deep fry it. Right. Boy, I don't know. That's pretty tough to beat. It It is good. It yeah. is good. Um, 
the thing with the smoking is I always say it it turns it into like a completely different meat. Yeah. Because for me, oven baked turkey is kind of it's boring. It doesn't have a ton of flavor. It's I've just never been that excited by it. Yeah. But when you when you smoke it, it adds that flavor to it that it just turns it into a completely separate separate meal, separate meat to me. Right. Um. So one and once you do that, like it kind of ruins. Other tur- normal yeah. normal turkey for you. It's yeah. like, well, this is fucking boring. You got to <laughs> drown it in gravy. Yeah. Um. But I, it was kind of funny though. Yesterday, we, you know, um, my mother-in-law and her boyfriend, they basically made an entire dinner. You know, they had the deep fried turkey. They had mm-hmm. green bean casserole, uh, cheesy potatoes, and oh yeah, a bunch of potatoes. dips and sides. And her uncle brought. Um, you know, like pies and some dips and stuff like Thai that. Thai pies? Thai pies? <laughs> no. Dirty uh, chai? Pecan pie and pumpkin pie. <laughs> um, but then her, my wife's grandma showed up and brought an entire Thanksgiving and a half along with her as well. Mm. You know, I don't know what it is about these Asian women that they just, there can never be enough food. There always needs to be more food. She brought so much shit. She bought, so they had made the turkey mm-hmm. and, you know, creamy casserole, potatoes, all this shit. She brought an entire ham, baked an entire ham. Because, oh, yeah. you know, an entire 15-pound turkey is not enough for six people. Sure. So <laughs> we had an entire ham. She had, like, brought three different pots of, like, soups and different shit, you know, uh, calderetta and uh, curry mm-hmm. and big pot of rice and, <laughs> like, six different other sides. It was like, what in the hell are we? he doing it was like there was everybody went home with like four and a half pounds of food <laughs> in leftovers it's her love language man oh man yeah gotta have gotta have plenty of food yeah box how about you are you doing any american this week uh not this week i've pretty much been a piece of shit this week hmm. uh last week i got i got some whetstones to sharpen knives Ooh. Ooh, why don't you nice. get that good and figured out, and you can sharpen all my no, knives? No, I'm not doing I'm, that. You can have Toad keep doing <laughs> it. I'm retarded, and I can't, I can't sharpen my knives. Yeah. I got I got a nice set that's got, like, the little rubber mats that you set them in, so like a yeah. kind of like a brick-sized one. That's what mine's got, too. Yeah, so then you can... Oh, yeah, it works good. Mine came with a bamboo base. Ooh, bamboo mm. base. See, I just... Or at little, least that's what the description says. Uh, I got it from Amazon, so right. it's probably not bamboo. <laughs> right. Have, has it showed up yet? Yeah, I've used it. Do you like it? It's hard, but are you well, a, I wouldn't say it's hard. Are but. you an oil guy or a water guy? I didn't know. Do you know water that. soak them? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm. I did, but they dried out super quick, so I just yeah. kept spraying them with water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really, I, I mean, really know nothing about about this whole thing. I just. Yeah. I See, kept them I, wet and started tried sharpening my knives. And I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna watch a bunch of videos. All right. I mean. Like, as long as you're keeping them wet, that's fine. But, like, yeah. oh, I, I just, keep them wet. All right. <laughs> you keep them wet. She'll be happy. I knew that was coming. <laughs> you know me. Um, I I don't know. I've seen a lot of people like to use oil. I've heard of that. But I just. Yeah, but then you can't really. Then they're constantly covered in oil. Yeah. And I don't want that. But just hose it off with some brake clean after you're done, maybe. I don't know. Nah. Well, I suppose I'm it's a just, water guy I suppose too, a dab oil and just yeah. uh, just on the blade where you're. Yeah, but like I on. use, I mean, I cut my ham with this yesterday. You know, while I was eating dinner because I didn't want to get up and go get a knife from the kitchen. Oh, I do that all so, the time. It drives Kendra nuts. I know. So I don't know. 
Did like, you gut maybe, a pig with that yesterday? Yeah. Don't worry about it, honey. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I just, I think the oil, the oil kind of freaks me out because I'm always like, man, I use that. Yeah, but, but then, of course, I look at like, oh, I scraped chicken shit off my boot with that, wiped it off on my pants, and then the next day ate with it. So Keep guess... that immune system healthy, baby. <laughs> right. Yeah. But oil, oil doesn't buy like Because, no. shit, I'll go and work on a car or whatever, you know, back on when I was wrenching and fixing cars and stuff, and that doesn't bother me all over my right. hands and shit. It's essentially the same thing, I suppose. Yeah. But um, Me? Myself? What did I? How did I America this week? I was out there fighting fires and saving lives. I heard Burger's house burnt down. Uh, yes. Like all the way down? It's, uh, structurally unsound. We said, like, structurally it's still there, but it's, it's gonna be bulldozed. Mm. It's toast. So, yeah, last. Is that the Burger's house, which? Few houses uh, up. Well, I don't, I don't want to say, say just, his, like, I don't want to say his name. I'll tell you afterwards, yeah. but yeah, just up the street. Just so the I, street. the pager went off at 319. In uh, the AM. In the AM. So I'm like trying to come to, and I I didn't even get underwear on. Like I made it out of the house. I didn't fighting fires with no undies on. <laughs> Butt ass naked? <laughs> no, I had I had uh, my sweatpants, and then of course you know you put your bunker gear over it. But I walked sweatpants. out. I walked out of the He's house. A professional. I walked out of the house, and there was like a glow on the. It was like his first trip to the strip club. No <laughs> underwear and a pair of sweatpants, buddy. <laughs> Be the way to go. But no, I walked out of the house and you can see the glow like across because he's on the same side as me mm-hmm. and just like a half a block up. Yeah. And you can see the glow on the other side against the houses. Like as soon as I opened the door, I was like, well, f- here we go. And it was j- even by the time I walked out of my house, it was 20, 30 foot tall frame flames. Uh, the uh, garage was fully engulfed. Yeah. Um, and so we we got her we got her knocked down. It was a motherfucker because it got up into the. A lot of times what happens is the garage started, of course, and then when it gets up, it gets up into like the, the rafters, rafters and the roofs of the of the rest of the house, mm-hmm. and that's a bear to get that shit out because it gets in the insulation and the shingles and, you know. Well, and you're cutting drywall inside to try and spray up into the shit sometimes. Well, yeah, <clears throat> we we did go in. Um, uh, we went in the front door after a while um, to hope to knock it down, but we couldn't. Like, it's funny because, like, those these firefighting shows, like, Chicago Fire and stuff, they're, like, kicking down doors and walking in. And, and 90% of the time when you go into a fire, you are crawling on your hands and knees and yeah. you can't see jack shit. Right. Um, and that's essentially what it was. We went in the front door and, you know, walked, got in there a little ways and there was no open flames in the main part at that, at that time because yeah. everything was in the fucking ceiling. And... So we just went out, and essentially what we did was we spent a lot of time on the roof, cut some holes with ventilation, and then we were spraying down um, in. And I didn't get home until about 8 o'clock that morning, so I was pretty much a piece of shit yesterday. But uh, I got got done what I needed to do. But, um, no, it was kind of, I mean... It was exciting. Nobody, nobody was hurt or anything. So once good. <laughs> this, this was the best part of it though. So his mailbox, and he's got a mailbox right in his front yard. He didn't bother digging a hole for it. He took a transmission, set it in the yard, <laughs> and fucking he ratchet strapped the mailbox of the transmission the post to it. Yeah, yeah. So the post is just. <laughs> 
We laughed her. That was like the most redneck thing oh. I have ever seen in my life. Good anchor. And not it was, going anywhere. That I mean, uh, he's not wrong. It's not going anywhere, and it works. It just looks redneck as hell. <laughs> well, I mean, if you saw the state of the driveway, the garage, <laughs> all of that shit before the fire anyway, you'd have been like, yeah, that fits. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so that was interesting. Uh, always a, always a exciting time um, yeah. doing shit like that. But uh, before I forget, we do have some sponsors on this here podcast. Uh, the first one is ballistic imagery, uh, photo- photography, videography, and wall art for those of us that love freedom. Take your business to the next level by giving it the look it deserves. They can provide you with product photos for your website, images for an advertisement, content for your social media, or even film a commercial. Or if you're just looking to hang something on your walls, check out BallisticImagery.com and use code GEARSANDBEERS for 10% off your order. Ballistic Imagery, bulletproof quality. See for yourself at Facebook and BallisticImagery.com. I almost said uh, videography. Like I, I saw the word videography, so I almost mispronounced photography. <laughs> I think Johnson caught that. He was like, you... An idiot. <laughs> Giggling <laughs> quietly to myself about that. Uh, uh, we're also brought to you by Shyworks, Iowa's customer preferred Cerakote applicator. Check them out at shyworks.com as well as on their social media. Uh, we do all sorts of crazy Cerakote themes, whatever you can dream up camouflage, um, battle worn patterns, um, crazy designs, beer themes, whatever you want on your, on your gun, we can make it a reality. Also, check out our website. We got mag bases, uh, magazines, backplates. Uh, all sorts of goodies, patches, shirts. Um, you can use coupon code LSLF10 for 10% off uh, everything in your cart. So go check them out at shyworks.com. That's about all I got to say about the sponsors. So did you guys hear about all Wait. the... What's that? What's up? You Wait. don't have whiskeys on there, but we can have a whiskey. Wait. Wait, you want a whiskey? Well, it's not a whiskey. All right. But can, we can we can do a liquor. Do you want to do a liquor? Where are we going to liquor? Oh, who, who, oh, yeah. What do we got here, Box? This week. We just got a bag of goodies. of the week. Look at this. I'm excited about the I'm bag ki- of I've, I've, I'm kind of a fan. Is it gin? It is. It's oh. Aviation American Gin. Uh-huh. You seen the old, the Ryan Reynolds uh, commercials worked for you, huh? Yeah. And I wanted to try. I saw a <laughs> video. <hooked> really. <laughs> he, one of his videos the other day was about his, uh, the gin riblet or whatever. So I wanted to try that. So I The gin riblet? Yeah. Which is. Is it a uh, cocktail? Yeah. Okay. It's like a Bloody Mary, but with gin. Really? And barbecue sauce. And <laughs> oh, oh juice. my God. So I'm like, mm, I'm intrigued. So yeah. I think I'm going to have to try that here That's on this. That's interesting. Okay. But do you guys like gin? I don't no. know as if I have ever had gin on its own. Like, I don't think I've I have. ever. And as you know, dry. Johnson, you've had. <laughs> Johnson, Not promising. Take us well. It Well, it's it's a pine tree. Oh, Johnson, you know, like dry, dry wines and stuff. Obviously, you're familiar with wine. Like Holy how that? Shit. That's no, that is not a pine tree. That is, that's fucking bug spray, my friend. Everything's chemicals for you. It's a pine tree. Everyone will agree that gin is like drinking a pine tree. That is tree. a bottle of bug spray. That is the aerosol shit you spritz on yourself. That is a like, actually, bottle this, of off. Actually, as far as gin goes, this smells pretty yeah. decent. But it smells like it more like smells like a. Uh, I, I would the, almost I say get a the col- pine tree I would thing. almost say a cologne. 
I get the pine tree thing, but I really, it's deep woods off is what it is. So it's supposed to smell like pine tree, but it's very clearly bugged. Are our glasses clean, Sam, or no? No. Probably not. I don't, I don't believe so. No. I can get them cleaned up real quick if you want to talk about this. Um, Johnson, you're familiar with uh, dry wines and how, like, when you when you taste a dry wine, how it makes your mouth feel, kind yeah. of. Gin is the gins that I've had, at least, are very similar to that. They've got a, like a really dry mm. feeling to them. The gins that I've had that anyway. doesn't sound good. Like, the, I've only had a, I've probably only had a couple of gin, couple of gins in my life, and that's been. At least 10 years ago at this point, maybe and, even more. And I will say, though, that the gins that I've had are probably dirt cheap shit because it was in college and I was like, ooh, gin and tonic. Let's try this. So you go to you go to the store and you buy the cheapest gin you can in this right. um, shit tonic water. Um, so it wasn't it was definitely was not good experience that I've had. But Moody really loves gin. I I think Tim was on a gin kit. For a while there too, drinking the gin, gin and tonics. I think he still might actually. That's one of those drinks that are like, ooh, they drink it in the movies. It's cool, but then you drink right. it and you're like, ooh, that's not so good. Yeah, that's like a uh, bourbon. Like I was watching How I Met Your Mother one day, and I went down to Dusky's, give me a bourbon, and they gave me like fucking Johnny Walker Black, and I'm like, fucking disgusting. Bourbon. Well, that was like the only thing that they had down there that was close. <laughs> you wipe these out, Jim Beam. That's bourbon. Uh, yeah. I've just wiped them all out with... It's it's, it's still wet. Oh, well, blowing <laughs> it. Blowing it a little bit, otherwise you're going to have the really, <laughs> the really like, chemical. There's like bubbles in it. <laughs> well, it's just Clorox. It'll help clean your clean your body out. Yeah. I don't know if that's how that works. Clean out your innards. Inject some antibiotics into yourself. <laughs> some, uh, no, some disinfectant. Some, yeah, disinfectant. That's what I was. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, I'll be all right. Yeah, I, do, I can see the cologne and the bug spray. No. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't smell bad. Like, no, it, as far I mean, it doesn't it, smell like something I'd want to drink, though. <laughs> exactly. To me, it just. I'm going to go ahead and not pour very much of this. But I'll tell you why. Um, Ryan Reynolds, there's, he just has this comedic value to him that I don't know what it, like, everything he says is just fucking hilarious. I don't yeah. know why it, it is that way. But he is funny. That's he what is his good. YouTube channel is. It's nothing but advertisements. But they're all glorious. Oh yeah, they're it's all like you hilarious. love watching him advertise yeah. shit. I, is that... Mint Mobile? He's on the. Those are pretty good. Um, Deadpool is probably one of those are my all some of my all time favorite movies. I need ever. to watch those just because I'm into like dark humor. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody sent me a uh, a meme the other day. Um, what was it? Isn't this what a uh, what's the shit you put with just an olive in it? Double uh, seven always drank them. Martinis, martinis. There that, is gin and martinis. Yes, just gin. I, yes, I thought those were like vodka and vermouth. Oh, that could be. I Maybe. thought there was gin in them too. I thought there I know there's sugar. gin in some fancy could be. drink, but I thought they called it a martini, but it was because it sounded better than a glass of gin. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like getting. Up, but I want to be classy about yeah. it. Give me a martini and a fancy right. glass. <laughs> yeah. Instead of give me some vodka and a freaking solo yeah. cup, I'm gonna be classy about this. See, after just, smelling this, I'm not a, not real excited. I'm uh, thinking it's gonna be bring me back to my old days. It it doesn't smell bad to me. It just tells you how classy I am not. Is because it's like, oh, what's a martini? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> not a clue what is in one of those fancy drinks. How is it, Sam? Um, it it tastes like it smells. 
It actually does, but it's not horrible. Well, on the tag here, it says R.I.P. Vodka, so I imagined it'd be... Oh, I would drink this over vodka. Like, straight vodka. I'm not a fan of straight vodka. <laughs> no. But I bet this on the rocks would be fairly decent. Um, Did you bring the shit to make that drink you were going to yeah. make? Maybe yeah. try that and see what you think, but... This it's not bad. I could drink this on the rocks. So this is oh, so it's gin and vermouth. So there's gin. I thought so. Dry vermouth, sweet vermouth, and then green olives. I thought so. And ice cubes. So you basically chill it. You do your gin, the vermouth, and you shake it in a shaker over ice or stir. Like a salt shaker. Or stir, and then mm. yeah, pour it and add the olives. I've actually had a martini before. One time we were sitting down at the... I just don't know that I want to drink Bugs Spray. It's, it, like, it's, all I can tell is my, br- my it's brain not bad. Don't worry. It's a, ve- it's a very smooth bug spray. Okay. Is it? Dude, yes. all the whiskeys all my that we body, drank... My body is like, don't do it. Your brain it's, is it's, saying bug spray. It's pretty, it's pretty smooth. The of, flavor isn't super great, but... Of all the whiskeys that we drank, this anyway. is easier to drink than all the freaking whiskeys. A lot of the whiskeys that we slug on. It's the not flavor bad. isn't my is it my style? I can see how some people might like it, but it's it's not for me. Maybe I could grow accustomed ah, to it, but I could drink it. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's definitely not bad. It's not like the gins I had when I was nineteen. Right. How much was that bottle? Thirty. Well, that's not bad for a decent ah, decent liquor. I don't know. That is, I would say, I would prefer to drink that over vodka. That's what I well, was saying. The yeah. plus of this is I'm allergic to vodka, so. Well, you know? I guess I don't. I guess I know. Don't <laughs> yeah. know if I'm not allergic you to might gin. Just, <laughs> right. You might just be. I guess I'm gonna have to, to get drunk today and find out. You might just be allergic <laughs> to clear liquors. Yeah, it could be. But we had a. Uh, we were sitting at. Remember Shen's on the green. Yeah. That's what used to be Dusky's was. We were sitting there one day, just he, me and my cousin, just trying all sorts of different shit. And we're like, Ooh, how about a martini? No, that was fucking disgusting. We had to like. Yeah chug it and then chase it with our beer. Well, I'm assuming they used well liquor there. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably, but so I mean, it was fucking on the golf course. I Kingsley. will say, did you guys at least see the Rittenhouse shot that's been developed over all of this? I saw one the other day, and I can't yeah. remember what it was. I thought I laughed at it. It's the Rittenhouse shot, right? Mm-hmm. You take a chaser and oh, yeah. follow it with three shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty clever. Uh, you know. That is good. That is good. Um, I guess we'll just swap the topics around. But speaking of um, the whole Rittenhouse deal, we're not going to dive into the whole. Um, that. You, s- you say that now. <laughs> well, we don't have right. a lot of self control, Sam. Yeah. Right, and into the actual into that aspect. We don't of intend it. on diving into correct. it. Correct. <laughs> correct. But just like the media reaction that that we've seen to this has been like, I, there, I've seen a lot of shit in the media that I've thought was absolutely disgusting. Do you have proper ratios for that, or are you just guessing? I think yeah, it's pretty simple. Okay. Uh, I've seen a lot of shit in the media in the media yeah. that I thought was absolutely disgusting. How they covered shit. Oh yeah. But this has been the most disgusting display of of media bias division yes and flat out lies lies yeah just clearly pushing one side not like not even hoping for justice they are literally hoping that one side loses like you know it's i don't Mm. understand why well, two lives are lost. 
Yeah, well, an innocent life would have been lost had he not defended himself. Yeah, so, and that's somebody like, that's, that's not a pedophile. That they, yeah, some, that's something that they never portrayed in the news at all was that, you know, this kid would most likely be dead. Absolutely. Well, I mean, the guy, he had a, he had a Glock aimed at his head. He absolutely would be dead. hundred yeah. percent. Um, I don't know that not a hundred percent because there's nothing to say that 99%. he absolutely would have shot him. 99%. That, you know, if you listen to anybody who's talking about this, you know, he was only chasing him down and pointing a gun at him because he, he, he had thought. just killed two people. So he was going to be the, you know, the hero and he was going to shoot this. See, which shooter. that's not an incredibly unreasonable. I don't think right. so either. I don't but, think that's unbelievable, but also didn't he tell, or no, that was the Rosenbaum dude. That Rosenbaum he told him he was going to kill, kill him. him. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, but, but the way that I've seen this portrayed, like this morning I read something, uh, or was it, or maybe last night, but it was all it was. I think this was on MSNBC. They had a, somebody <laughs> come on and were saying, uh, um, speaking of MSNBC, yeah, they were banned from the courtroom. Yeah. Uh, but they they said the article was that white people are now allowed to shoot white supporters. Of, white of, conservatives are now um, allowed to shoot BLM members, uh, white BLM members. What? And they're yeah, they were saying this just justifies if you're it, it's open season on any white person that supports Black Lives Matter. And and I got to thinking why what. What is the reason for saying that? Like, why would anybody come to that assumption? Then there is one, there is one reason for that to sow division and, and hate further. Yeah. Rather, that's the only reason. Yeah. And, and that's been the coverage on almost every news channel, um, left wing news channel. That's they're they're, they're trying to rile people up. They're trying to piss people off by, in, by, um, telling them lies and misinformation. And it's not even... The, the thing for me is it's not even all misinformation and lies. It's the details that they just ignore completely. I mean, there's a lot that right. they're not saying that is causing a lot of this as well. Right. You know, my wife had um, seen something on Facebook that was like, you know, I followed this case because I was emotionally invested. Like I, you know, thought he had murdered these people and this mm -hmm. was crazy. And what I didn't know until I watched the trial and watched all this stuff live, I didn't know that Rosenbaum had said he was going to kill him. I didn't know that a guy pointed a gun at his face. He, I didn't know that he had been kicked in the face. I didn't know that he had been hit with a skateboard. Right. The media didn't tell you any of the details of what actually happened, unless right. you went out and sought out that information, mm -hmm. you wouldn't have known. Or, you know, if you're a left-leaning person and your Facebook and Google searches don't show you those things. Because they don't. You wouldn't know, right? And so the media, instead of giving all the facts, they give one side of the information and leave out a lot of stuff that may... And why? And, <clears throat> and what's the purpose of that? To push well, yeah. the agenda. Yeah, right. And that's absolutely But I thought sickening. it was interesting that somebody who had followed, you know, had believed right. one side before, had believed he was guilty before, then actually watched the trial and watched and actually there saw was, the evidence and was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I didn't hear about any of this. Yep. You there know? was, 
I don't know. You guys probably aren't familiar, but there's a show called The Young Turks, and I don't remember. I think they might be broadcast on like MSNBC or it's a left wing. They're super fucking left wing. But even one of those chicks on there came out and said during the trial, she says, wow, I was wrong. I was mistaken because once she saw the information come out and actually watched the trial for for herself, she's like, holy shit, I was wrong. And I, I was fucking shocked yesterday. CNN's Chris Chris Cuomo, Cuomo, whatever. Cuomo. He came out and said that his acquittal was justified because he saw the fact. And I didn't read the rest of the article. Wow. I'm sure he still had a left wing bias to it. I'm sure, but but he actually said, you know, said that. And that's I was, actually really surprising. That I was fucking shocked. Yes, yeah, say that. Yes, but the the overall vast majority of of mainstream media is is taking this as a as an opportunity to divide. Yeah. And and why? So they can so they can rile people up, people will be more will be more invested in their in their news and watch it more and they can make more money. It hundred percent comes down to that. Oh, it's, and it's always been about sickening. the almighty dollar. Always has been. Yeah. Yeah. And it's to me like I question anymore, like I know that we got the verdict that we that was fair and that was justified. But they had three days of deliberation, so there was clearly it wasn't as clear cut for them well, as it seems for the I rest of us. Don't know. I don't know about that because there was two jurors that said that they were not willing to give the verdict because they were worried. They were worried about what would happen. To was them. that just hearsay though, or was that well, well oh, f***ing rumor? I, I, I don't know. I, well, I haven't confirmed that. Well, so there's, no, there's no. I mean, why would the jury? be telling a u.s marshal that there's no confirmation of that yet but i assume in the coming weeks that we will have interviews with some of those jurors because now they can speak freely yeah. and we'll probably hear what the truth is but um my question is the media tried is is the their damnedest to um convince those jur jurists juries jurists jurors jurors that they there would be consequences if they didn't go that the way they uh -huh. wanted. So like my question is, does a fair trial even exist in America anymore when it's that has that amount of when publicity? It's that public because I, I, I mean the system still I think works. Oh, so because this I mean this he got the right. You know I mean he was right. The, but, I believe that he got the verdict that was just and right. Sure, but look at the look at the and it the, was probably I would say probably the most prominent court case since Floyd George Chauvin or what's his nuts. Yeah, but that and that was and that was all bullshit because that jury was never sequestered and see that, and that is what I'm saying that one to me that was bullshit that trial was bullshit but I think I don't know I I don't think written houses were sequestered either it was yeah they were. I thought no, they, they were. were. I heard they weren't. They went home every night. I thought they were staying in a in mm. a separate place because they were being bused to the courthouse every day, and they were not allowed to see the news. They weren't allowed to speak to anyone. They maybe were, I'm mistaken. I guess I I, were, I heard I, mean, they I heard were, they weren't. They were taking taken on a bus every day. I assumed they were just because I heard that they were being. Well, I think that was because they were. I think they met at a place and then they were busted. And and don't I, that was my understanding of it. Maybe you're right. Maybe they were sequestered. But uh, there's no reason that a a trial this public and this wouldn't be. Yeah, high profile shouldn't be sequestered. Right. They should absolutely be sequestered. And, yeah, and the uh, you see, I see the treatment of the judge. That judge was fucking 
I found the guy hilarious. I no, they were not sequestered. Really? Wow. <laughs> they should have been. I can tell you that. Oh, hundred percent. And and one thing that you know, like they said that MSNBC guy was trailing, you know, running stoplights and trailing the mm-hmm. the jurors bus and all this stuff. And yeah. So I think a lot of people took that as that he was trying to get their pictures and leak all their information and all this shit. I I really think that he was trying to get in contact with someone so that they could be the they could have the first interview after the trial was over. I think they were trying to get their in to have the cuz that's going to be the breaking that's going to be the story that sells, right? Is once they talk to a juror. Who's going to be the first network to talk to a juror after the trial's over? Cuz they know they can't talk to him before it's all over. Right. And I but really don't you think had they to have known. To... You had to have known that trying to contact him in any way was I moronic. Think, I know I think they know that it was stupid to try, but I think they were really just trying to get that first breaking story. You may be right, but I I don't know. I'm kind of split 50-50 on that. Like that wouldn't I mean that wouldn't that's a reasonable explanation for it, but yeah. also it's pretty reasonable for me to think that MSNBC would have absolutely well, no qualms about identifying who these people f***ing were. Yeah. Like, I honestly feel that about that that news source. They yeah. would do something like that. Um, but either way... But the judge, yeah, like you're back to what you are saying, the judge. Honestly, <laughs> I think he did a better job defending Kyle than his defense team did. I think in, you're probably in certain right. Times. Yeah, I wasn't, like, super impressed with his defense team. I wasn't at all, because if you... Like, during his cross-examination... There there was so many times that his defense team should have objected uh, uh, to him yeah. being berated and mm-hmm. it took the judge to stop to say okay right he's given the same answer 20 you've literally asked the same question 20 times and he's given you the same answer move on right like his and defense team should have been like hey what the he- why are we still badgering this kid about this you know yeah. like I was I was appalled by yes yeah the the prosecutor's cross examination of him it was disgusting and that was like the his defense team was just as much at fault for not right objecting but that prosecutor is the epitome like if you put any if you would cast anybody in a movie to play a slimy shitty piece of shit lawyer (laughs) it is that guy to a t the way he looks his hairdo the way he speaks his everything literally everything about him just screams i'm a slimy scumbag yeah and did you see (laughs) Did you see the leak on his, uh, he accidentally used his personal emails in one of the correspondence? Uh-uh. What his email was? Uh-uh. I think, he, I think it was a Yahoo email, and it was Flufferboy2004. <laughs> that doesn't even surprise, that does not even surprise me a little oh bit. Oh my god, it was so funny, because it was like, and then there was a meme of the judge, you know, pointing and screaming and saying, calm down, Flufferboy. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest shit. Oh man. Did you guys see and during the cross examination, um he was he was uh his TikTok, he was talking about his Kyle's TikTok. Four doors, more so you're and Kyle's yeah. just like, Yep. Wasn't even ashamed yeah. in the least, but my yeah, question is, what in the hell does that mean? What do you mean? Four doors, more horse? I don't yeah. get it. You got a two-door sports car. Oh, yeah, you're fast and all that shit. But if you got four <laughs> doors, I can fit more whores in here, buddy. <laughs> That's all about the sedan life. You got four doors, more horse. <laughs> all about 
getting that Badusi in there. Oh buddy. man, I laughed my ass <laughs> off at that. That yeah. was that was good. No shame in his answer either. I loved it. Yeah. Is and it's your TikTok name is Four Doors More Horse, correct? <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you what, I was I was extremely impressed. I got mad respect for the kid after that. I was extremely oh. impressed by his whole his willingness to go up there and be berated by the prosecution yeah, for and three, never flinched. three or four hours. Never really flinched about it. No. I mean, he got emotional, yeah, but he, he did. didn't. And that, I mean, that is not a guilt, guilty man up there. He went on no. the stand because he knew that he had nothing to hide. He he didn't try to twist things. He told the truth. I watched some, I watched some news coverage or like a, uh, somebody on YouTube, you know, they were like court TV or somebody was talking mm-hmm. after after like the cross examination stuff, and they were discussing him crying and stuff. And oh, he wasn't even really crying; he was just hyperventilating just to make himself appear distraught and all this shit. And there was these people like, and there was a, a female who was discussing this who was just clearly hated this kid mm. for all he was worth and was just saying, he's just lying. He's just playing cry baby. Cause he's just staring at his mom out there and she, you know, and like just berating the shit out of this kid. And it was like, it was very telling when he heard the verdict read to him mm-hmm. and to see how he reacted. I would love to get these people's perspective after, all right. after seeing him, you know, react to that verdict. And it was the same hyperventilating, shaking. That's just how that kid shows emotion. Mm-hmm. So he acted the same way reacting to the verdict as he did when he had to relive that shit as the, during the cross examination. Right. So it, I don't think that was some fake bullshit. No. Then, you and know, then, and, and like, it's I, just, it was just so infuriating to see these people just like, Oh, he's just faking it. He's just trying to, play it up for the jury it's like are you shit <laughs> and i think i said this on the last gears and beers when we were talking about it but and i got mad respect for the kid i think he's a, i think he's a great kid but i don't think that he's like some he, no, did, he didn't seem like like some super bright kid that's no that's going to just he went up there because he didn't have anything to hide and he told the truth he like wasn't he wasn't twisting things he wasn't i don't think he was i don't think he's that bright of a kid that he was able to right but one thing I did notice, he was clearly coached in when he was asking him about whether he, did you mean to kill these people? I shot until the, the threat was stopped. And he kept, he kept repeating that and he kept repeating that. And yeah. that's one thing I noticed. He was clearly coached in that aspect. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the correct response. And, and I think that's exactly what he did. Um, and, and that it proves it in every, like if you watch the videos, he shot the dude's arm. The threat was done. He mm-hmm. could have put one in his chest. But the threat was, yeah, was gone. It was firing. done. Uh, the yeah. same way the, the kid he shot with a skateboard, Anthony Huber or whatever, yeah. shot him in the chest. And one shot, threat was over. And one thing that I never quite understood was if he was this mass murderer and he just brought this gun there to kill people, why didn't he just... There was tons of people around. Right. Why wasn't he just fucking mowing people down then? He shot no. He shot, shot absolutely no, no one, one that, that didn't, didn't come attack after him. him. Yeah. It was, it was like, I don't know. Didn't make sense to me how people could... Yeah. View this the other way, but I like you said, you know, the media just wants to divide yeah. and further. That, and, and I've not spoke to one person that's been on the other side of this that knew any of the facts. Yeah. You talk to them and ask them Emotional about facts. Response. They have absolutely no clue. Mm-hmm. But 
anyways, I suppose we uh, everybody's probably had enough of this over the last. This has been like a two or three I week do, debacle. I do want to ask one more thing. Do you believe that this is a good case for future self defense cases? Yes, absolutely. Because um, number one, and the, part of the reason the the media hates this so much. It is. It was proved that an AR-15 was a good tool of self-defense. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. It was. The kid was not super experienced. He used it well. He welded it well. It was. It was a. It was a. Wielded. wielded, wielded, wielded it. it. He wielded it well. It was. It <laughs> I was knew a, a box was going to come in on that. It one. was a, a great tool for self-defense. Yeah. And number two, it proves that self-defense still exists in this country. Yep. Um, so yeah, I do, and that was why that was what that's why the left is hammering so hard on this is because they know they mm-hmm. know those things are true. Um, mm-hmm. What is your opinion on it? I I feel the same way. I think that it was we couldn't have had a better outcome for the fact that he had used an AR-15, which you know they try the media and everyone tries to demonize so much as just this killing machine instead of. Mm-hmm. a tool for self-defense. So seeing one used in a self-defense situation in such a high-profile case, I think, is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, just being able... Because if this... I mean, we all see this as very clear-cut self-defense. And mm-hmm. if this would have gone the other way, yeah. your right to self-defense would have really, really w- been in trouble. If the uh, prosecutors would be charging the shit out of people. Yeah. Uh, district attorneys would be charging the shit out of people. Yeah. Um, for clear-cut self-defense yeah. cases. Um, did you guys have you guys seen anything like seen the memes on uh, now BRCC and the NRA are in a race to who can exploit Kyle as a marketing thing after this? I one, saw one thing about one tiny headline about it, like ten words about it. But then I also saw other posts. BRCC still silent after. Rittenhouse's verdict, so they can't really win. Well, yeah. Oh, so I, my thought is BRCC is going to stay the fuck out of this and not say so anything too. about it. And I think they'd be foolish to enter it again. So I saw, I've seen a few different perspectives. I've seen a few people who are like, "Oh, they need to offer him a job, or they need to, you know, somebody needs to get in contact with this kid, and you know, like." Um, Lucas from T-Rex Arms was basically saying, I think that people should support this kid, but I don't think it should be posted about. I don't think it should be your Instagram right. story for the week. Just do it. Too. Anybody who makes t-shirts and stickers and all the shit of this kid's likeness, all that money that you're making should be going to him. Lasered mags. <clears throat> <laughs> um, I haven't made one yet. Shut up. Bob. So... Basically, that he was basically saying that people who are going to profit off of this should give their profits to him, right? And I, and basically, just not publicize. You know, if they want to help him, that's fine, but don't publicize it and use it as a marketing tool for your. Like uh, an example would be um, Sons of Liberty Gunworks. Mm-hmm. As soon as the McCloskeys all that happened sons of liberty gunworks was like here we gave them guns because theirs was taken away for evidence here mm-hmm. we need to give them a rifle that will always work sons of liberty gunworks brought to you by the mccloskeys this is important we're in the news mm-hmm. well what's to say they're not going to do the same thing with him well he had his gun taken away for evidence so here we're going to give him another rifle mm-hmm. 
you know, it's like they're just using it as a marketing tool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't think that's, that's probably not, right. you're probably, you're right. That's probably not, that's, is not correct. Um, but, um, I understand because as a, as, as a business owner, I, I, like my first and foremost, my brain is how is, is promotional and, and advertisement sense. Yeah. And sometimes it's easy to lose lose track especially like in things that i make like lasered mags and they're very much um they're very much based in sell them quick it's news what is, what is going on at this it's moment. relevant how yeah. quick can i get this out and and that's going to be the hot item that everybody is into that week yeah so and i i get it it's easy to it's easy it's easy to do things that aren't quite kosher i guess yeah um and that makes sense, I guess, to everything. You shouldn't be using his likeness. Um, yeah, but from a marketing aspect, I get it. And sometimes we, too. sometimes I, we I, lose, tra- sometimes we lose track of, um, what's morally right versus more, yes, what's, yeah, yes. profitable. I will say, yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. Um, and the other day I made like, I Snapchatted you that little, mm-hmm. that little picture. I <laughs> took, yeah. took the PGA yeah. logo and made it. Yeah. But, and uh, now that I think about it, I had, I had, and I didn't know if I was ever going to actually do this, but you know, I guess it's correct. It's right. Maybe that's not something yeah. that, that I personally, I don't think, you know, like, yeah, oh, I can make a bunch of money off of kyle rittenhouse meme shirts or stickers or whatever but it's like i don't know and my next thought is do you think that him suing the media outlets is 100 percent yes absolutely the same way that uh, what's his name sand sandman nick nick uh yeah what's his nuts the maga hat right capital he got like 250 million um but yes i i and the reason being, they need to fucking be held accountable for this shit. Yeah. I mean, some of the shit that they're spewing is he absolute outright lies. He needs a different... Uh, lawyer? Lawyer. Yes. That was a <laughs> self... That. Yeah, I don't think he'd use the same lawyer. He Even needs if to use he sues them, though, nobody, it's not going to stop him from doing anything. That's a little fucking tiny bit of no, change. No, but it takes money like, oh, whatever. It's still, no, it's but not going to slow him down or stop him. No, but every case that happens to him, th- this happens on. And, and there's precedent set. I mean, they clearly defamed him, like on a national. Mm-hmm. Called him. Some of these people called him a blatant white supremacist on national TV, mm-hmm. which there's no race aspect to this at all. Right. He was a white kid that shot white people attacking him in a in a in a in a mostly white neighborhood trying to burn down white businesses. Yeah. There's not. There's no black aspect of it at all. Right. But they're still calling him a white supremacist. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Yep. Um, so yes, I believe he should, he should, should sue the shit out of him and he should, if not to, if not just to, um, even if it's not stopping them from doing anything, it's, it's making his life his more pocket. comfortable, which he deserves. Yeah. But then he also has to continue living that life. Yeah. I, for, I for one would probably say Fuck it and just go away. Disappear. disappear. He might get it. Would you rather disappear with $250 million or if I had, to, if that, just if I didn't now. have to fucking go through litigation and court and all this shit for years and years and keep living that same night over and over through for years and years, I would probably not take the money. Right. But the question is like, is he going to have to be in court and reliving this shit every day? Or is it just going to be a lawyer shit back and forth? Well, it's It's, not like it's, he's not going to hear about it. Yeah. 
Well, I think he's going to hear about regardless. It's not like it's just a turnkey fucking operation where he's like, sue him. And then he forgets about it for three years and then he suddenly has $250 million. Yeah, but that has, that's also true with him just disappearing. He can't just disappear and just turn the switch and say, well, I'm going to forget about that night forever and just be done with it. He can't just turn his mind off to do that anyway. No, but it makes it a whole lot easier. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see which way he decides to go. If you want to forget something, do you drag it out or you just... Well, I... Do you push yeah, past it, it depends, and try it and eliminate on, everything from that? It depends on how truly emotionally f***ed up he is from that situation. Well, he's in therapy. Yeah. Supposedly, so... Um, and, yeah, and this kid... He, and clearly, he, may, he may just want to say... It'll be interesting to see which way he goes. Yep. Um, guys, I'm going to interrupt this conversation though and move us on to the next topic because it, we talked about this a lot longer than I was expecting us to. But it was an interesting. Called it. Yeah, but we didn't really dive into the. No, we did. We stayed oh, mostly a little bit away from the actual what happened. Mostly a little. We talked about the courtroom shit a lot more than. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It sounds good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Shut up, Vox. Did you guys hear? Just say you were wrong, Sam. I'll interrupt. <laughs> this riblet's not too bad. You want to try yeah, it? Riblet? Kinda. It's interesting. Does it's, it taste like riblets? I don't know. It's not, it's the barbecue you wouldn't ex- sauce is kind of weird. You the, wouldn't expect that to be an alcoholic drink. It's odd. It is odd. It's kind of like drinking barbecue, barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce, yeah. <laughs> Do you want it, Sam? No. I don't even like... Um, um, I'm such a bitch. I I don't like. What do you? What you do don't you even know. What, you don't even know what you don't it like. Is, You're like, so, I don't know what it is, but I know I don't well, like. That's you, legit. Like McDonald's McRib barbecue sauce. Like, mm, yeah, that sounds like McDonald's to me. like tangy barbecue sauce. What's the morning drink you drink with? Tomatoes? Bloody Mary. Yeah, I don't even like those, so I'm not gonna like that. Try it. God damn it. I don't try, try it. it. Don't be a bitch. Be adventurous, you fucking Sally. Like, Sam brought his panties drink. today. That's why we didn't here have and drink my or, uh... decaf coffee like a fucking loser. Um, I mean, it's not bad. It's just like thinned out barbecue sauce. <laughs> it's kind of. I will say that I like that more than. How about a chalada? More than the other, whatever you drink normally. How's it? I don't like. I know I don't like these. Is Let's that find something else he doesn't like Bloody and Mary? give it to him. I like that better. This isn't bad, but no. I'm just not a morning drink type. If I, if I want a morning drink, I have a white Russian. You don't like tomato sauce is what your tomato no, juice is what no, you're saying? No, I don't, but I love tomatoes. This is really odd because I don't like tomatoes. You don't? No, but I See, like Bloody like, Marys and this stuff. When I go to breakfast, like if we go to like family table in Lamar's or something, you can be damn sure that I'm getting the biggest glass of tomato juice that they got. Just tomato base. juice? Yeah. That's disgusting. That's what I, That's the best with breakfast, man. Coffee and tomato juice. Ugh. That doesn't sound like a good combination Well, you all. don't mix them together. I'm yeah, just saying I you know have that. a cup of coffee. Uh, no. Well, you drink hard, your cup of pass. coffee while you're waiting for your meal to get there. Maybe while you eat the toast, you drink your coffee. Then as you're eating your... Hash browns and eggs and bacon and stuff. You have a little tomato nope. juice. Ooh, buddy. Mm-mm. All the uh, f- old fogies that watch this shit are going to be like, yep, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. Like I said, I love tomatoes. I think they're the, the bomb. I eat, I just eat a crap load of them during the winter or the summer, but yep. not juice is not my jam. <laughs> um, did you guys hear about this flooding going on in uh, British Columbia? I hadn't heard about it until you told me about this it. This is something. This is like, 
I've I seen one post on Facebook about it. Um, and overall, it's being kind of overlooked, mostly probably because it's Canada and nobody fucking cares. Yeah, and it, well, it's on the um, um, kind of on the western the western coast, and it's down into into the U.S. a little bit, just over the border. There was I think the western four, coast. Yes. Okay. There was I just like to make sure my geography. I'm got a mental map in my head. Yeah, and there was some. There was some. Uh, I think there was like four deaths in the U.S., but they're calling this a once in a five hundred year flood. <laughs> um and you know we get once in a hundred year floods around here every ten years it seems like <laughs> yeah but a once in a five hundred year uh that was it's just dumped dumped tons and tons and tons of rain over there um and obviously if you're familiar with the geography of of Western Canada you know it's the Rockies over there not the Rockies would <laughs> be a little bit rockier than this but it's pretty rocky. Yeah. Um, so they they don't have a lot of, um, you know, highways going through those through there. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously they do, but the ones that were, yeah, you kind of got mountain passes and that's right. And what and you get, they were washed out. Um, so now the, the massive majority of Canada's goods come in through that side, apparently, because yeah. obviously China is <laughs> on the west. Yeah. Where China is closest to. So that's where their, their ports come into. Um, and obviously everybody knows that the whole entire world supply chain is, is jacked up right now. So Canada's running into this issue where there are, the supply chain is already screwed. And now their entire transportation system is jacked because they're going to have to route the trucks either way north or down south in the, into the U.S. And then you got customs bullshit to do. Uh huh. And so, so it might not got, even be cost efficient. I got a question. That I don't know if anybody will have the answer to, but I've seen a lot of stuff about like ships just waiting out in the ocean mm-hmm. at port yeah. to like come in and drop goods off. Why are they waiting? Because the ports are can't operate fast enough to get them in and and out. It's why? A, because why is it? Why is it a truck different drivers? Why is it a different pace than normal? Truck because well, first off, in the U.S., um, the eastern ports are still operating fairly efficiently. Florida. Um, you know, those, yeah. the ports over on the East coast, but the problems like, do we are, still have like COVID provisions where there, there is some of that in California. Um, and I'm well, sure that's a major, but the biggest thing in California right now is they've put restrictions on truck drivers as to what fucking trucks they can use all sorts of different restrictions and, and, and stuff on them. Like you can't use a truck that's older than like 10 or 12 years old. Um, and I think, yes, and I think they're requiring by like 2035 that they're all electric. So nobody's buying trucks anymore. So there's, so the, yes. So you have all these fucking ships waiting to drop shit off and nobody can fucking come drag that shit out of port basically. That supposedly that's what's going on. Oh, yes. For then also too, um, I assume that they're short some workers because everybody's short everything in the ports. Yeah. I do know that the port of LA just started 24 hour operations trying to get caught back up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but a lot of this is there's, there's even some truck companies that w- can't bring their trucks into California. They'll set them at the border and have other trucks that are California compliant going from the ports to the border swapping trailers and then those other trailers are go- those other trucks yes this f- is a fucking so stupidity. the state of california is really they're up f- the in the entire, entire u.s yes a hundred fucking percent oh and the fact that the, the fact and i feel like canada can't be any better no canada's a canada's bunch of just as f- 
fucked as California as I feel like if in not a lot more of so, portions. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's well, especially with the roads being washed out, they really can't right can operate how right. they need to. So, and like I was saying, they're going to have to route their trucks south into the probably into the U.S. But then you get you know whether that's e- even cost efficient. Yeah. Otherwise, north. Um, and into the it, great white it's north. December, it's December. It's damn near December. Yeah. Um, you're going to have issues up there as well. So whether it's, whether it's cost efficient to do either one of those, who knows? So the people in Western Canada, like on the coast, maybe they'll still be okay for what, for Christmas and shit. But as far as Eastern Canada, a lot of those people are, I mean, you guys know what happens when there's a panic. People go out and fucking panic buy. You guys saw toilet paper meats earlier in the U.S., you know. Do you think that like the western half of Canada is more supplied by, or do you think the entire nation is more supplied by Chinese stuff, or do you feel like the the eastern half of Canada is more like relies on like English and European countries? No, a little more. I don't. I'm sure there are some ports over there, um, but China is by far and away the main supplier of fucking everybody. Well, especially I, I, Western. I, I, no, I totally Western understand that. Countries. I'm just saying, you know, like as far as being able to supply the Eastern half of Canada, mm-hmm. since, you know, the Western half of Canada obviously can't, you know, transferring everything from the Western ports from China all the way to Eastern Canada is mm-hmm. going to be very difficult. And if it isn't cost efficient, you know, mm-hmm. is that something where, hey, we can get it in half the time of going from China to the western border and then shipping it all the way across, can we spend just as much as if we were going to, you know, ship it down through the United States and all this shit? Can we just get it from European nations? Well, that might be a possibility, but I think everybody is trying to do that probably at this point in time looking at other options. I know yeah. there are a lot of pe- businesses in the States that are or that are going that route and trying to get away from Canada or from China, excuse yeah. me. Um, so... Whether that those goods are even available at this point, who knows? I I, right. I don't I don't know the answer to that, but I would I would doubt that those goods are readily readily available. But anyways, my point um for bringing this whole thing up was um the video I watched on this was a guy called Canadian Prepper. He's a uh, um obviously a Canadian prepper. You know, he's telling his whole side of this and all everything. But no way. Like just just like. Basic preparedness, like how unprepared the massive majority of people are. Even, oh, yeah, most you know, people only US. have like seven days of food in their house. Right? I mean, that just seems... Asinine. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and most people, you know, if you get in a, in a flash flood or something like that, massive flooding and you lose power, most people have no idea how to cook themselves no, food. No, no. Um, and, and I'm really just kind of starting this journey a little bit as far as like... I don't like being, I don't, independence and freedom to me now means I can depend on myself and I don't have to fucking depend on somebody else. So I've started like moving towards everything that I, that I need to survive and live. I want to be able to provide for myself in that situation when services are taken from me for whatever reason, you know, a natural disaster. I don't like the fact that somebody can click a a switch and leave me. Youth, helpless. Helpless, exactly. Yeah. I don't like yeah. that. So I got my generator, and now I'm starting to work on... Because I bought a generator, because uh, electricity goes out, guess what? I can't heat my house. Yep. 
my pipes will freeze in the summer, my meat would go bad, whatever. So yeah. now at least I have a way to, you know, to heat my house and, and, and keep my, my food good. Um, but most people don't think like this. Most people, like you said, have seven days supply at the most, you know, a few yeah. boxes of mac and cheese, you know, some frozen pizzas and shit. Right. Um, uh, we saw toilet paper in the U.S. back in, you know, a year ago. Freaking gone, you know. People don't, people didn't keep more than, you know, people six, six, eight rolls. People don't respect the, the shower aspect of post shit enough. What do you mean? Just hop in the shower. Don't get toilet paper. Hook yourself <laughs> off, man. Actually, make sure, make sure that's one thing for like end of times. I think, you know, if like, you know, you, the toilet paper shortage and things that we saw, f- the toilet paper, go get one of those shower heads that's got the detachable thing that you can really get a good blaster on. And oh my God. No, dude, you're by a bidet, man. This is interesting, though. I watched this. I, there's, there's, I think the shower head would probably be more effective. There. <laughs> There, there's this bunker, this billion dollar bunker. I think it's in Nebraska or some, some place, but they bought it, they build it out of a, um, abandoned missile silo Okay. and there's, and actually, how do they just abandon a missile silo? That's one thing that's always confused me. I've always heard that term. Well, abandoned I, missile silo. I assume like, they're outdated oh. because updated technology and it would cost too much to retrofit them. So they yeah. just build more. Um, but they, does, how does one acquire one of these? I, I, you would, I don't know. You'd have to ask these billion dollar developers. First, you're going to have, well, have to have a lot of money. Well, yes. I'm out. But, Fuck. And, and I found this fascinating because what they did, they turned this into its entire, basically an entire civilization of its own. Like it could, it could survive underground. Mini underground city. For like a year or something like that. And you, they gave a tour of everything and they got everything you'd want to live down there. You know, you could comfortably live down there for a year. Yeah. You know, they teach your kids school. You'd have a movie theater, a gym to work out in the, the places, um, the rooms and everything, they have fake windows in them. So during the day, you know, you can see like a meadow and a pleasant environment. And during the night, it, it looks it like it's dark. night outside. So your huh. it fools your brain, but the, you could buy one whole setup for like a million dollars. And to me, like you can buy a fucking house for a million dollars and not have any of this shit. Like that did not seem like an unreasonable price to me. I was kind of fascinated by that. Um, yeah, you can buy a house for a million dollars, but you could also buy a house for a hundred thousand dollars and have just right, as but much I, stuff as sure. more as they give you for right. A but I, I what I'm saying was I I didn't seem like. For the invi- for what they showed and everything, it didn't yeah. look like it was that. I'll- I was kind of surprised by the price. I thought it was going to be more than that. Either way, that wasn't the point of my. Um, I, I but guess you would also not have the um, community aspect, right? Anyway, I found it comical <laughs> because they supplied bidets in every one of their room their rooms because you didn't have to use toilet paper, and the reason being was to supply everybody for a year with toilet paper. They would had to build in another entire extra fucking level just to store all the yeah, toilet paper just because of how much so the cost of all out. the toilet paper and the cost of of uh, an extra building an extra level storage, was yeah. like 10 million dollars or something like that yeah. so they're like hmm i guess we'll just buy a bidet for every room for 500 bucks a pop so and they, have, good. <laughs> they have towels specifically for wiping their ass then yeah, they got the ones that say butt on one half and face on the other half. well no yeah. some of those bidets they got air air dryers too don't they I don't know. I'm not a bidet expert. Well, 
I think some of them do blow a little fresh air on your hiney hole. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've never used a bidet. I haven't either. I'm intrigued, though. I think it'd be a... Because, I mean... I've used my you ever shower had, head, I can tell you that. So, have hey. you ever had those, like, have you know, you're having a bad day. You got the you got the trots, whatever. You know, you go back and forth to the bathroom. Right, you know. Boiling hot diarrhea. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, he's On the wiping nice, and wiping. And, oh, it's like a marker. Just right? keep wiping. More poop, more poop. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice just to... Wash it all away and you'd be good. Because you get shit on your hand, you don't just wipe it off. You wash it. Well, you know. So why are we just I, wiping our asses? There's a lot of, there's, you know, in my life, I've had this discussion way more times than I feel I should have. But I always did find that weird that we just smear it around with toilet <laughs> paper until it's like, yeah, that's good enough. Right. It's like if you got. If you like grabbed poop in your hand and you had poop on your hand, you wouldn't just take a paper towel and go, "Yeah, that's good, good enough." <laughs> do you guys realize the conversation we're having right now? Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, how and did like we? I, do, how the hell did we devolve into this? Well, and like I just said, I've had this conversation way more times in my life than I ever thought I would, <sighs> or should really have to. You know what? This is why the listeners listen to us because we're we so talk that, about ridiculous shit. That brings shit. up the conversation of the whole wipe thing. You know, dude wipes. I feel as if we've had this conversation I have before. Dude wipes, it's the yes. dude wipes thing. Yes. Having something wet just makes all the difference. You could use twenty squares of toilet paper. I just feel or you could fresh use afterwards. one wipe. So moisten your toilet paper. <laughs> it doesn't just dunk it. <laughs> <laughs> dunk it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, I guess. Spit on it. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to put a kibosh. I, so, I don't know. It depends. You on, get one more statement, have, John, Johnson. What, you, have, you have city sewer. See, I have septic. And that's something I have to worry about is the biodegradableness of my right. post-poop products. Right. So... I like my toilet paper that we use. You dunk it twice, that fucker's falling apart. So right, one dunk. I'm I'm not even really sure I could really dunk my toilet paper and wipe with it. <laughs> no, you couldn't. I'd end up just using a wet hand. Okay, <laughs> okay. Anyways, back to the subject at hand. Um, I guess I I guess I was just I wanted to talk about like how f the f what's the word fragility of our um economy. I as a matter of fact, I think it is. Fra hey. Fragileness. I don't think so. I think it's fragility. I don't think fragility is a word. Fragile. <laughs> sounds like fertility. Fragility. How fragile. How fragile our economy is. <laughs> um, being from just like a, 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 a you know, rain situation in Canada. Took yeah, out it their rained a lot. And all of a sudden, there's people dying because they're starving to death. Their entire supply chain. Um, or... A pandemic and all of a sudden all the food is off the shelf because yeah you know people panic um but just the importance and i've i know we've touched on this before on this podcast the importance of you know having this shit to survive in your own house for my goal is eventually to be a year like if i could yeah i think if we were cut off i think the bare minimum a person should have is a month you know, I, being I, able to live in your home I agree. without any outside assistance for a month, I think, is a necessity. But And that's something we haven't... Further than that, 
you're okay. Like, yeah. yeah, you would have to be preparing for a very, very bad thing. Right. You know, and personally, I hope we never need that, but that's not to say that you shouldn't prepare sure. yourself or your family for that. I know, I know somebody with, they got a five year supply of, of food. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but anyways, um, well, now I lost my train of thought. Uh, Choo-choo. but we saw, we, we saw like, we said we couldn't get toilet paper. So everybody was running out and buying toilet paper. Mm-hmm. We saw the riots this last year, the way that people act when they're pissed off. Like literally a lot of people died. Businesses yeah. were burned, looted, all this shit. And that was just because they were upset. Not because there was an economic, there was any yeah, economic because they hardship. were starving to death. You've seen how people act during black Friday when they're trying to get a fucking cheap TV. <laughs> Just imagine what it's going to look like when they're trying to feed their kid or yep. they're trying to feed themselves. People revert back to their primal instincts and the shit that they do will shock you. Yep. So the whole point of being prepared is so you do not have to deal with that. You yep. do not have to go in public when this shit is happening. You can stay out of those situations. And that's one big aspect of self-defense, staying the f- out of situations that could turn into into you know a horrible situation mm-hmm. um keeping to yourself is underrated right <laughs> right um and so like i said i'm just kind of starting that journey a little bit more and trying to get on my own feet as far as no it doesn't matter what service is taken away from me that i will still be i will still be fine and i will be able to help out um, those loved ones and, and friends that aren't, yep. you know, as are, aren't as prepared as me. Um, and I think that's something that I think 10 years ago, that was, Seemed there was a, a, a stigma to that. Yeah. Like you tell somebody, well, I'm just preparing you fucking lunatic. What's wrong with you? Yeah, Prepper was almost a kooky term. It was a dirty term. Ago, yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a, uh, a bad term that you'd call somebody to be a lunatic, but now i think i think like we're a conspiracy theorists right i think we're getting to the point where you're yeah, almost starting to make a little more sense you're almost crazy if you're not you know having a month you know a little bit more shit in your in your house yep. uh, your own supply of things um so I, I i just find that um if you're listening to this podcast you're obviously interested in freedom and, and things those those sorts of aspects and that's something too that you need to be I think as a freedom-minded individual, you, sh- you should be thinking about yourself. Yep. Um, I would agree. Any last any last thoughts to add to that? I don't think so. Just make sure you can not only feed your family, but defend your family in those types of situations. You know, like Sam said, you know, you see these people, you know, burning and ransacking businesses and um, don't think and especially in urban areas or you know if you're living in town and stuff don't think that people won't be coming to your house when people get desperate they'll come to your house beat the shit out of you just take can if, of spaghettios out of your if cabinet, they know man. i mean yeah that's that's what society will break down into so yeah um, not only have the you know all that stuff for your family but be prepared to defend it as well yep because uh, i mean even even small communities like ours, you think you know everybody, um, and we do. I know most people in there. A colt horse on it. But a what? A colt horse. But those people that you think that you know, I mean, 
they, they if they're trying to you know get their kid food they will do some shit that you would never expect from them oh, yeah. um so that's another aspect too that i won't get into too much here but have your circle of people that you know and trust that you can depend on um when shit hits the fan yeah um or even just a, a simple emergency um that's another thing that i'm working on is building my building my circle of uh trusted trusted people that i can communicate the community with. that yeah. you need around you and that yep scenario yep yep but we'll uh I'm sure we'll talk about that more in the future, but I, I kind of wanted to dive into this this metaverse thing, but I think I want to save that. Um, we're already uh, we're already over an hour. I think I want to save that a little bit for box. <laughs> this I might sh- actually shoot you yes. if you don't knock it off. <laughs> Give me that. I think I want to save that conversation for another for another uh, another episode, just because I it's a fascinating conversation, and I think I'll I'll really enjoy it, but. Um, Johnson, did you say you had some weird news that you thought I that, that we thought, were really going to enjoy this time? Get him right in the kneecap. That's shooting way right. I was saying at his toes. Oh, oh, damn it. Um, so the headline that I found for this week was I laughed, literally laughed out loud when I found this headline. New York man bursts into flames after being tasered. <laughs> <laughs> so was he doused in gasoline? What? He was he doused himself in hand sanitizer. Actually, is how he burst into flames. Twenty-nine-year-old upstate New York man who covered himself in hand sanitizer burst into flames after police used a taser to subdue him. Jason Jones entered the village of Catskill Police Department last week and got into a confrontation with officers. Um, they'd had many previous encounters with him where they knew he was. A drunk, he was, you know, would use controlled substances. He was just kind of, he would always cause a ruckus. He'd always be a problem. He's always yelling and fighting with police. Um, they, I can't, he, he started a conversation or a confrontation with these police officers. Like he came in and started hollering at people. He literally covered himself in hand sanitizer, went to the police department, started yelling at people. And, as things escalated, they used a taser to subdue this guy, and his entire body burst into flames because he had literally covered himself in did he die? sanitizer. He did not die. He is in intensive care for like a lot Obvious of third reasons. degree burns. <laughs> yeah. So um, did he like dump it on himself? I. They didn't. Or was it like a greased up deaf guy situation? I think it was, was like a greased naked? up deaf guy situation. I don't think he was naked, but um, I, I don't. They didn't say whether he was naked or whether I, they didn't give a whole lot of details. They just said that uh, they were afraid he was going to hurt himself. Um, he 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 entered the police department and got into a confrontation with officers while covered in hand sanitizer. So was very clearly intoxicated and they were afraid he was going to hurt himself just because of the things that he was saying. I wonder if they knew that he was, I'm sure. I don't know. Cause I feel like, you know, like hand I mean, sanitizer, like if when you, you just see... rub it on yourself, it, it evaporates. To, yeah. But know. when you're coated in it, I don't know. He must've like dumped it. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like box said, greased up deaf guy situation. He's just slimy all the time. You don't, you think you would, you think like being a police officer, you kind of recognize that he was covered in something and question that? Like, 
I, I maybe, but maybe that they just also thought he was wet. But that doesn't also stop you from trying to subdue the guy who's trying to hurt himself or being a lunatic, you know? Mm, interesting. I uh, <laughs> that's a new one. That's a new one. Yeah. You, can but, you imagine the surprise? They fucking tase and also boom. Taser, taser, taser. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Spontaneous human combustion. I wonder if there's. A, I wonder there if there's a video that goes along with that. I, you know, I'd really like to see it if there. It was in the police station, so you would think that I'll there see would if be. I can, uh, I'll see if I can run some, across one for the resources on this episode. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're gonna call it quits for this episode. It was a good one. I enjoyed our conversations thoroughly. Um, make sure you check out our sponsors. What are you, <laughs> what are you giggling about? That sounded so sincere. I enjoyed our conversations thoroughly. I did. I thought we had fantastic <laughs> conversations. All the, you know, the poop and everything. It was all good. <laughs> the poop and everything. <laughs> Make sure you check out our sponsors, Ballistic Imagery at BallisticImagery.com. Use coupon code LSLF10. 10. 10. LSL, no, that's mine. Box, what's yours? 21. 21. LSLF21. Uh, for 10% off everything in your cart or shyworks.com. Use coupon code LSLF10 for 10% off everything in your cart. Um, also, if you enjoyed the, uh, enjoyed the episode, enjoy the podcast, check out our subscribe star. You can go to subscribe star, search life short, live free, and, uh, you can help support the channel for as little as 50 cents an episode. And, uh, we're, we're not just asking for handouts. We're actually giving you perks in exchange, uh, for that support. Um, so go there and, and check out. Check out all the goodies you can get. Also, head on over to our website. You can listen to every podcast episode over there, as well as to join our uh, community, our little forum we got going on over there. All uh, like-minded, freedom-loving individuals such as yourself. Um, so make sure you join the forum over there and come hang out with us. So, um, Guys, it was a fun one. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Make sure you check us out every other Wednesday night live on our website as well as our Facebook and YouTube. I think we're live on Twitch as well uh, during the same time. You can join in on the conversation, have a few toddies with us, and talk about gears and beers and uh, random news events and, and everything else going on. So, um, yeah, guys, thanks for sticking around. So we talk to you next time. Remember, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. Topple the government. Become ungovernable. Freedom! Repeal the NFL!